Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to thank you for downloading this episode. It's a real treat. And also to let you know about the Patreon, so over at patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A every week so far during this lockdown period, so for the last 15 weeks, I've been doing a weekly podcast called Top 5 where me and a guest count down the top five of a topic. Sometimes it's a requested topic, sometimes it's one I've just come up. The latest one is with Carl Chandler when we talk about the top five chocolate bars you can get. It's very, very funny. It's very, very good. Uh, if you want access to those episodes, all you do is pay $5 or more a month over on Patreon and you help support the show, especially in this time. And also you get a whole bunch of good stuff. Like you get so many hours of entertainment right over there over on Patreon. That's all I need to say. Enjoy this episode recorded once again from my house in Reservoir. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and as I just mentioned to the people who are doing the podcast with me, my kids are in the next room on Minecraft, so if you hear any noises at the door, that's what it is. Hey, (laughs) if this is your first time to the pod, what I do, I get four very funny people, and I quiz them all about their lives, so let's meet them now. Our first guest is currently rated three stars out of five on WikiFeet. Can you please welcome back to the podcast, it's Jen Fricker, yeah. Yeah. Mediocre mm. feet. Mediocre <laughs> feet. Um, thanks for having me. That's that's all right. That's the biggest thing that's happened to me this year. It is. <laughs> I'm noticing the more I do this show, wiki feet is coming up a lot. Yeah. Only with the female guests, though. Oh, that's so weird. I wonder why. Um, I <laughs> they like scrubbed my Instagram, so there are definitely photos on there where it's like just the tippy top of my toes. And they're like, yeah, three stars. Like, it's very, I don't know. I don't, I've become quite foot shy. I grew up quite foot yeah. shy. And then maybe in my early 20s, I got my toes out like a little whore. And then now I'm back to being quite foot shy. So, yeah. <laughs> my thing with Wiki Feet is instead of rating it out of stars, they should rate it out of piggies. Okay. Mm. Five little piggies out of five. Oh, Talk about your toes. Yeah. yeah. That's either more creepy or. Less creepy. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, well, let's know. not pretend if you're on WikiFeet you're not being creepy. Like it's <laughs> not to yuck anyone's you know yum, made it. but yeah. <laughs> also joining us is a first time to the podcast. She shares her name with a French painter. Can you please welcome? It's Marie Hardy. Yay. 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 Hey, Marie. Are we all talking about sexy feet? Or is yeah, that go for it. <laughs> oh, no, I've got quite strange. Well, not strange. I've got quite a massive big toe and then everything else is kind of dwarfed right. by the... <sighs> behemoth toe which is why i'm not good at ballet dancing or running in a gainly fashion but i'm good at lots of other things so it's you know it all evens out (laughs) my wife has a very similar shaped foot to you and 
she gets really offensive. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time a guy said that to me, Jesus. Because there was a thing about the people who are more evolved, their second toe next to the big toe is actually longer. Hey. That's what, uh, well, oh. that's exactly what she says. She's like, no, that's got nothing to do with evolution. It's just my feet. Yeah. Sorry, first time the, to the, the pod. Cool yeah, this is very rude. Are you this rude to all your guests? Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, the, bad, okay. I'm the bad boy of Australian comedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our next guest shares his name with an Irish intelligent analyst. Can you please welcome? It's Harley Breen. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Hey, Harley. Hi. Yeah. You're currently, as Marie's pointed out, in a bulletproof shed at the minute. Not bulletproof. We've... We've established bullet, it's not bullet bulletproof. Yeah. Bullet riddled, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, a, I'm in one of five sheds uh, on the property that I'm staying on because if you've got one shed, are you even a man? Yeah. <laughs> so how masculine are you with five sheds? Mm. Like you must be kind of overloading with testosterone with five sheds. Oh, mate. I'm, 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 I'm producing children right now. Oh. <laughs> what, a, what a vivid picture. <laughs> Imagine the feet on them though. Oh, man. Also, we should point out, Harley went up to the country as soon as, like, COVID hit. He's uh, got all his sheds. He's got his little tin hat on as well. It's Yeah. Yeah, five sheds for each G that you're scared of. (laughs) I saw it coming. I burnt down some 5G towers and I got out of there. (laughs) And finally, his comedian who shares her name with a Hyderabad accountant. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Irvi Majumda. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. That's all right. Uh, did you know about this accountant that shares your name? Do I know him or, or, her? or her? Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's I, I, don't... I imagine. Um, no, but I think it's becoming, my name's becoming more um, popular in India. So yeah. maybe, um, maybe, maybe we're similar, I don't know. Yeah, and I forgot but to ask is... you, Marik, do you know yeah. about the French painter that shares your name? No, no, I'm, I mean, I'm named after a Jacques Brel song, like a Flemish song, and that's the one that's the, kind of the top reference. So I'm curious about the painter. Are they yeah. good? Do they paint feet? Or I don't know if they paint feet, <laughs> no. but they've got a oh. LinkedIn page and they oh. say they're a painter. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll so new it. age. Yeah, it was in French. I had to translate it. <laughs> I could have guessed because it's very similar. Hey, our first game today is called Social Meet Meet Media. Well, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. You have to buzz in and tell me who you think wrote these tweets or Instagram. Uh, your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get right. A point to the person who actually wrote the tweet. If you're incorrect, you can't buzz in for your own ones. Poker faces on. Here we go. Question one. Sydney men, what is your beef with socks? Irvi. Yes, Irvi. Je- no, Jen? that was not Jen. That was Marie Hardy. A point there for Marie. Oh, sir. No. <laughs> I didn't know. I yeah. had a moment going... Does that sound like something I would say? I don't know. I nearly buzzed in. That would have been fucking stupid, wouldn't it? Okay, uh, anyway. Would have been fun. The listeners love it when that happens. I, okay. I get to call the guest a dipshit. It's really good. Oh, it's really well, good. I think I've been yeah. insulted enough already. <laughs> let's let's um, focus on the, on the real pandemic here, which is men not wearing socks. It's disgusting. Oh. Put mm. some socks on. Yeah. Oh, what? what is the, is there some sort of war against socks? I don't know. Like, what's the beef? Do you know what? I kind of like it. Like, oh, you, uh, yeah, until they I'm take their sicko. shoes off. Yeah, I mean, that's again, that's why, yeah, until they take the shoes off. Or you don't know if they're wearing ankle socks, like it's a secret, you know? Yeah, those sockets thing, they don't stay on your feet though. Um, it's always, they, yeah. they like, all right, they're on as soon as we're out of the house. And then we're halfway down the block, and I'm like, all right, it's it's come off my heel, it's halfway down my foot. <laughs> so I think the pandemic is. It might surprise you like... to know that I don't have a lot of experience with sockets, Josh. <laughs> 
<laughs> what? You don't put a little socket under your Blunstons? <laughs> no, mate. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, question two. Just found out my mum has been living her life thinking every person vaping is smoking ice. A fan she just let me stand next to a guy vaping yesterday, to be honest. Jen. Yes, Jen. Is that Irvy? That is Irvy. Yes, oh, a point there for Jen. I was yes. Say that. Damn it. <laughs> Good on you. This was only recent, too, Irvy. Yeah, it was recently. She was just like, um, she just started talking at breakfast one day and was like, there's something called ice about in the society. I think it's just, you know, that guy that was next to us yesterday. I think they were smoking ice. Um, and <laughs> it was um, absurd because, yeah, she just let me just go, go about uh, standing next to him. It's well, a nice well, way of well, putting it too that ice is about in society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the ice about. Like yeah, it, that sounds quite, you know, upmarket. Yeah. She's like, I don't know what it's called, ice. <laughs> yeah. But also, fun fact: there's a there's a nightclub which I've never actually stepped foot in in Melbourne called Revolver that have banned vape uh, pens and vape implements because people were using them to smoke ice. Wow. Oh, they really. Mum's ahead of the curve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, Maybe she's Harley, into revs. In the town that you're living in at the moment, Harley, which we won't mention for legal reasons, um, pertinent to what I'm about to say and also protecting you, uh, there is one ice person. Uh, oh. Yes, yes. I can tell you his name later. Is it Harley? No, no. It's well, only two one of his five Okay. You know, he's got a goat and he, and he fixes things. So, um, yeah. He's, yeah, but I love the kind of nature of the bigger country towns. There's lots of ice people in the smaller mm. ones. There's one, and you know yeah. their name, and they yeah. fix things sometimes because they're awake a lot. So, you know, you've got all that time on their hands. There's yeah. not much and, ice about. And in the town I am in, this is very poignant, he's the only ice addict in the village because... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Question three. Apparently our phones are listening to our conversations and then showing us products based on what we've been talking about in private. So for the last week, I've been casually saying free marijuana as often as possible. Jerry. I'll let you know how it goes. Yes, Marie. Is it Harley? Yes, it is Harley. <laughs> how did you guess? I just met you, but I know all about you. <laughs> was, it, was it the holes in the shed that I'm sitting in that gave you the idea? Yeah, do you know where the cops are? Are they coming for you? Is this yeah. some kind of Ned Kelly Mate, I've been in to talk to them. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question four. Holy fucking shit. Did you guys realise that nobody ever actually said Humpty Dumpty was an egg? Uh, Harley. Yes, Harley. Jen. No, that was Marika. Another point for Marika. Yeah, that that really messed with my head for quite some time. Yeah. And then, uh, but then it's like, I think it was Lewis Carroll that he got drawn as an egg. Yeah. And and thus the legend began of Humpty, but he was originally a cannon, I think. Oh wow. uh, Yeah, but I thought like the horse's name was Wall. Or something like that. Oh, you've really embellished here, Josh, in a way that I don't know that I'm comfortable with. I don't understand if the horse... Who would call a horse wall? Why is I don't know, but that's what I think. Like Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall and I thought that was a horse. No, no, sure. you've really misinterpreted that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's like I'm on the first Tuesday book club again. It's great. I'll <laughs> be <laughs> Jason Steger. Okay, uh, next question. Every day is a great day to be a chaotic bitch. Marie. I heard Marie first. Is it Jen? It is Jen, yes. Yeah. So we'll put there for Marie. Oh. 
I uh, think 2020 is a good year for that. It's because some <laughs> alt-right guy like made some video about me and I was like, how can I oh. show that I don't care Yeah, good. by posting how about you, it? Jen, how do you feel about that? Do you care? Does it hurt your feelings if it's okay to ask? No, I, I mean, yeah, it's okay to ask. Um, no, it doesn't. I don't know. It's like I was never pitching for alt-right racist people, so I'm not like, oh, mm. no, my beloved my racist audience. fans. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's all right. It's, right, it's a real emerging market. You've got to get onto that. Yeah. It's, it's TikTok and it's racists. That's the 2020 yeah, vibe. <laughs> Question six. Learning to drive is scary, especially when you get pulled over by the cops and they have to watch you try and park somewhere remotely near the curb for five minutes. Right. Yes, Marik. Is that Irvy? That is Irvy. Another oh, point there for Marik. That is good. <laughs> that is good. Do I just look like a bad driver? Uh, I just look like someone who doesn't know how to drive, I think. Well, I think I mounted the curb, not a metaphor, on my driving test. So I always look for like-minded souls. There's a kind of understanding in our eyes. Yeah. This is interesting because yeah. when, I, when I put this one in, I thought, well, no one's going to guess Harley because he's going to look like Harley came out of the womb knowing how to drive. He drove yeah. out of thinking, thinking, car. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, Jen, I'm not sure if you drive, but then I was thinking, Marik, you either got your license straight away or you don't have your license. No, I've got my license and I've got a van with a mattress in the back on milk crates and a bit of MDF. So, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Hell yeah. Did you, did you get your license as soon as you could get your license? Well, like I said, I did fail the first time, which as a high achieving only child was the really brutal part of my upbringing. Um, <laughs> And it was the the dreaded uh, parallel park. But, um, yeah, no, it was pretty young. And I mean, I moved out of home when I was 16, so I had to be independent. Yeah. I had to get my wheels. It was like that film Licence to Drive, but less sexist. See, I was the same. <laughs> I moved out at 17 but didn't get my licence because I moved to Launceston from Burnie. And if I had my licence, it means I would have had to drive back and visit everyone. So I thought oh. if I don't get my licence, I'm an island. Good Jen, wow. did you get your licence straight away? or <laughs> Me? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm still on my L's. It's been 16 years. Um, <laughs> they they run out in October, so I'm going for my <laughs> P's in September. What a weird well, time to be going for your P's. Yeah. I know. I was I was teaching like I was teaching year 11s and 12s when I was like sitting my own um, license <laughs> test. So they were all like, <laughs> I was like, I'll see you there, guys, because um, I'm also getting my license now. Um, but yeah, this, I almost failed my, uh, test as well because I drove through like a school zone at 60, but, um, <laughs> but the like time changed just in time for it to be okay. Oh, that's oh, good. Nice. See, I went for it at 16, failed, um, and just had a breakdown afterwards. Um, oh, <laughs> cause I, I'm going to bring it up. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I like, uh, I was like, I'm going to do it. Everyone told me I was going to get it. My driving instructor and my driving instructor is very like blase about it. Like she would just take me to pick up her kids and she'd sit in the back seat eating a roast chicken. Like it was so in hindsight, <laughs> probably the reason that I didn't get my license. That's a, that's a hostile food product to eat in an enclosed space. Yeah. yeah it was like a real roast chicken. Is a, yeah, really. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I yeah had a panic attack in the driver's lesson, gave someone the finger, drove through a red light. <laughs> And then the driver's uh, instructor was like, uh, licensed guy was like, why do you reckon that person's honking you? And I was like, because he's a fucking arsehole. 
soul and I hate it. I hate it here. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I haven't. I'm sure it'll go fine in September. It'll be great. Yeah. It's got yeah. our full support. Yay. Well, it'll be great. I'm in here. Like, as the current face of VB's new cologne thirst, I probably shouldn't <laughs> admit to this, but I, I failed three times getting my licence. Three times. What did, you, what did you do? What were the, like, what were the transgressions? Um, I drove through a red light, was in the first attempt. Um, sorry, no, I didn't. I turned right on uh, a green light on oncoming traffic because the guy on the other side was asleep at the wheel. So I just went, well, I'm going. Uh, and then the <laughs> second time, uh, I don't even know what happened. I drove out of the, 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 the sort of testing area and drove around the block and the guy goes, nah, we're going back. You're a horrible driver. Oh, I don't oh, even know what wow. I did. And oh. then the third, third time I, uh, I got it. Oh, nice. oh, what a journey. Question seven. Question. Nothing matters anymore. Better cut my hair. Irvy. Yes, Irvy. Jen? Yes, you are correct. Yes, <laughs> point there for Irvy, yes. I tried to like shrink down behind the mic <laughs> to not show my hair. Did you, cut, did you cut a fringe? Is that what you cut? Yeah, I did. It's grown out. I can. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't really need don't to show to. you because it's... it's a podcast, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's there. Oh, that looks nice. cool. It looks nice. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for your support. I think it's a real uh, sign of your mental health, though, when you start cutting your own hair. I'm just saying that. I'm calling mm. out. Do you need some help, mate? I'm here if you need me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. My housemate did walk in and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I've watched some tutorials. Woo! <laughs> oh, <dear>. um, yeah. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Everything's good. <laughs> I think whenever you see a, a grown man bleaching his hair, that's a real... Time no, to slip into the DMs. Okay. Say, are you okay, mate? Like, you need a chat? I mean, there's no wrong way for us to claw through these transitional global times, is there? Whatever you need to survive, cut your own fucking hair. I don't care. Like, if it gets you through the day, take it. Something Seize it. Yeah. Question eight. It seems suddenly urgent to share with you that I just discovered Brian Dennehy's middle name was Mannion. Mannion, part man, part onion. There is no going back to the world as it was. Jen. Harley. I heard Harley first. Marie. You are correct, Harley. Yes. Point there for Harley. Mannion. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good Crazy. name. I've never heard of Mannion as a name. Of oh, maybe a last if any, name. If anyone can pull it off, it's Dennehy. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> Mannion. It's amazing. Question nine. What a clusterfuck of dumb fuckery. Jen. Yes, Jen. Harley. Yes, you are correct, yes. <laughs> what was that what? about? It what was, was that about? It was, well, see if you know this from the date, June 26, 2013. Oh, Jesus. So not only my birthday, but also I think it was when <laughs> Kevin Rudd. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting some election vibes mm. coming up there. Kevin Rudd took back over or? Oh, no. Yeah, uh, I think that's what oh, it was. Well. Well, I think we can all agree I was very accurate yeah. in my summation of that political situation. Yes. And I loved your mm. quarterly essay titled that as well. <laughs> very highbrow, Jen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and our last question for the first round, I just want to smell rich. Jen. Yes, Jen. Is it Harley? No, that's not Harley. Oh. That's Irvy. Yes. <laughs> Put there for Irvy. I, I, I yeah. want to say that. I want to smell rich. Who doesn't? What, what, what does, does Rich smell like? Um, I think I just stunk that day and I wanted like some sort of perfume. Um, oh, I interest you in a, in a new cologne from DB. <laughs> what does the cologne smell like, Harley? 
It smells like uh, summer's day with a touch of excellence, Jen. Oh. <laughs> oh. I thought oh, you were going to say ecstasy. <laughs> Genuinely, it smells quite nice. It's it's quite a nice Is cologne. Is it a woody scent, would you say? Earth no, scent? it's a bit of a, it's actually a bit of a citrusy scent. Oh, nice. oh that's unexpected. Because mm. mm. uh, every male scent, it's always sandalwood or yeah. chamomile, yeah. and I don't like it. I'd much rather the citrusy kind of... Like my my uh, Aesop balm is a citrusy one. Did you go the oh, yes. Davidoff Cool Water when you were growing up? Did I do what? Sorry. Did you Davidoff. ever use Davidoff Cool Water when you were growing no, up? No, I didn't. I just feel like every single boy at my school for like year ten formal was like, "Yeah, I'm wearing a bit of Davidoff and just like spray it on." It's no. I remember <laughs> Brute was very popular, and yes. is it Blue Strauss or I think that's yeah. What was, yeah. That was the or, Link, or Lynx Africa, Africa yeah. Oh, yeah, which is just, you'd be better off smelling a dirty teenage boy's crotch over yeah. Lynx Africa. Like it is <laughs> the worst smell. There's They're often book, found together. There's a book about like the making of perfume, which is, should have just been probably a long form journalist article and I think started life like that, but ends up in this book. And it's actually quite interesting about how they make a scent, like how a fashion company would put together a hint of mango with a blah, blah. What's that? And so apparently back in the day, a lot of particularly men's perfumes and fragrances had a hint of shit, a hint of anus oh. in it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because, and there was one perfume maker who made a fragrance that smelled like his lover's perineum. Like he wanted it to smell like her perineum, which is wow. a very specific aroma. But they yeah. said that to get that animalistic, earthy smell in early fragrances, obviously it wouldn't smell like an anus. It would smell like you'd be like, oh, what is that? It's <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that, it's quite a specific thing that they go for. Because I find it. Um, I, there's this, like, sex blogger that I follow and one of her dating tips is to, like, use your own lubrication as, a, like, a pheromone thing before you go on a date. Oh, that's a bold. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. I, I've never said anything as specific as that, but I'm a big advocate for try, don't don't. I shouldn't say this as the face of thirst, but don't wear deodorant uh, because you will attract the wrong friend. What do you mean? <laughs> they, they they need to smell your natural smell because yeah. oh. that could be really repulsive to them. And if it's not, if it's really attractive to them, then you've found someone that's compatible with you. Well, yeah, you Harley once told me mm. that. It's all mixed up. Like if like, because you were trying to say you were wearing like a, a feminine deodorant because you're like, well, women like this smell. So if I smell it, it'll attract women. Well, that's, oh, that's oh, a, you're playing well, a long game there, up. Harley. Yeah. That was, well, that was, it was one of my best friends in primary school started wearing um, girls' uh, um, deodorant because he's like, well, girls like the smell of it. So I'll put this on. I'm yeah. like, that makes complete sense. So, yeah, I buy, uh, if I ever wear deodorant, which I don't, I just try and clean myself, but I buy female deodorant because the boy stuff <laughs> smells so gross. Mm. But now, Harley, you just lather yourself oh. in the VB. Well, that's a cologne, though. That's a completely different world, and I want to get yourself some It's a wonderful product. At the end of the first round, end of the first round, the scores are Harley Breen on one point, Jen Fricker on one point, Irving Majumda on two points. No, Jen's also on two points. And in the lead, though, on five points, it's Marie Hardy on five Woo! points, Marie. Wow. All right, well this done. round is called Yearbook. Now, in this round, we go back to our school days and talk about a time that has stayed with us. And today we're talking about a young Irvi Majumda. 
Now, when Irvy was in year 10, she and a friend were given a big responsibility of looking after the mice in the science lab. But what happened under Irvy's watch? Was it A, even though they were not doing any experiments on the mice, Irvy and her friend were convinced they were going to make them cut them up at, the, at some point, so Irvy opened up all the cages and let 52 mice run free. That's A. Was it B, Irvy picked a favourite and made sure she fed the, that favourite extra stuff. But by the end of the semester, this mouse was twice the size of the others and didn't see out the year. To this day, Irvy is worried that if she ever becomes a mother, she'll do the same thing. Or is it C, a rogue mouse broke into the cages and impregnated another mouse. This mouse gave birth to a weird bunch of mutant mice that bounced around the cages like fleas would and grew their hair way quicker than any normal mouse. At the end of the year, Irvy made sure the popular girl got these weird mutant mice so Irvy could spite her. Oh. Now, one of those is true. You can ask Irvy as many questions as you want to try and get the truth out of her, but bear in mind she wants you to guess wrong so she gets your point. The floor is open for questions. <laughs> ask away. Irvy, how did you get access to the room to let all of the mice out? Uh, did you do it while the teacher was in there or did you uh, get in there outside of school time? Um, well, we were actually animal room monitors because um, we didn't have other friends. So we were given keys to the room to sort of like hang out in, um, like in the safety of the room outside of the schoolyard. Um, so I had a key into the room. So you so were nerds who took advantage of the system. That's what happened. Isn't yeah. It? Oh, well, yeah. that's not cool. And I read up on animal cruelty and stuff, so I was able to go in after school. What about the long game that you played in giving um, the girl uh, your mutant mice, which does seem like a rather brutal act? What did she ever do to you that deserved such payback? <laughs> um, well, not only was I a nerd, I was quite bitter. Not always bitter, but this girl was pretty mean and she wouldn't let us play with her. Um, this was in year eight. Um, and she was also just, yeah, just mean to me and my friend. Um, so that's why I decided that she could have the mutant mice instead of the other cute ones at the end um have we already asked what you fed the big mouse that like got bigger than everyone um else? i just fed it mostly yeah i just fed it mostly um like i used to get a chocolate bar every day with my lunch um and then also had like different more sugary stuff like apples and bananas and stuff um so yeah i just liked that one because it had like this white spot in its head what chocolate bar um, it was, well, it wasn't really a chocolate bar. It was like a, mu you know, those muesli ones with um, just like bits of chocolate on it. So yeah, yeah fake chocolate. Hmm. Any more questions? To, are Did we you, allowed to pick yet? I'm do you think you know what it is? I'm by the fanciness of someone having a chocolate bar in their lunch every day, but that oh, got yeah. really, that got downgraded <laughs> really <laughs> rapidly. Far up. I was like, what? You got a chocolate bar at lunchtime? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm still Jenny from the blockers. Well, <laughs> I always had a chocolate bar in my lunchbox. What? What and kind? This, what, yeah. Normally a, a, a mint patty or a golden rough because my mum worked at a bar mm. and so she would be closing up oh, late at night and going, I've got to get the kids' lunches. Shit, all right, I'll just grab either a mint patty or a golden rough and chuck it in the lunchbox. You're a fancy that's cool, yeah. Yeah. That's that, yeah, but yeah, that's not a not a fancy wow. thing. That's a, yeah, mum's at the pub until two in the morning every day. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone thinks they know what they're going to lock in? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, we'll start with we'll start with you, Marik. Then I'm going to go with the force feeding. 
The force feeling. So B, so maybe extra stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jen. I want to go with mutant mice. Mutant mice. So that was uh, C. So, uh, yep. Well, um, I'm, I'm just going to uh, keep it nice and go with A. A. So that was, uh, she just let them all out. Just let them all yeah. out. Well, the correct answer was C, the mutant mice. Oh, wow. So a point there for Jen, two points for Irvi. Yeah. Despite wow. of that really, yeah. really tickled me. I don't know. I feel like that is something yeah. that you would carry forever. Like, yeah. Yeah, so we connect. And in the real story, um, they also ate their mum alive for the mutant mice. <laughs> Very right. cool. Well, I gave it to her, so yeah. Oh. Um. Which I, I left this out knowing that Marie is a vegan, so I thought oh, we won't oh. put that in. But... Well, well, none I didn't of those stories up. ended well for mice. Like they were three bad stories for mice. Like no one was happy yeah. in the mice community. Yeah. Oh, you don't know this no. girl who got given the mice. She might have been a nice person or a nice pet owner. Well, they escaped in her room, so um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Harley. You're on one point still. Jen, you're now on three points. Hey. Irvi, you're now on four points. And Marie's still on the lead, though, on five yes. points. Yeah. All right. All right, this round is called Yeah, yeah. Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. If it's going to lie, you'll say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong, so they get your point. Okay, so the first one to Irvi. Marie Carter here attended the 21st birthday of Kylie Minogue, <gasps> yeah or nah? You can ask as many questions. Um, 21st birthday, what were you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago when I was a child, so probably something fancy with like a Velcro belt and like a puffed skirt. Yeah, and how do you know her and how were you invited? My dad uh, used to work on a TV show called The Sullivans and he gave her her first acting job when she was eight. So whenever there's like a Kylie Minogue best of documentary, they wheel out my father uh, to give his story of like discovering Kylie Minogue. Okay, um, I'm going to go with yes. You, Irvi, are correct. This is a true story, yeah. Yeah. It's true. You should have seen how disappointed all the people were at the front when me and my dad arrived together. I must have been about 10 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, oh, who is it? Oh, it's nobody. You know. So was she... Oh, it's fine. I've recovered. She was neighbours at this stage, right? Is that no, what she she'd just done the delinquents. Ah. So, so Charlie Schlatter was there and she was still with Jason Donovan because he gave a speech. Ah. Cute. There you so, go. So is that post-neighbours then? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. At 21, it was post Neighbours. Yeah, I think she was 19 on Neighbours. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was little. Um, Harley's kind of dressing like her on Neighbours at the minute. Yeah, you've got a strong Charlene vibe going on there. You've got the boiler suit. When I was in grade two, I told... Like that, you know, sometimes you have to write down who's your favourite, whatever. And I wrote down Kylie Minogue was my favourite singer. And I was the only boy in the class who wrote that, and every other girl wrote it. And I was very popular amongst the girls. Oh, hell yeah. That, I stored that little information away for the so rest of my life. Josh, this is just like wearing it's, girls. It's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if I'm being honest, my favourite on Neighbours was Rachel Friend. She was my favourite. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know I did a guest acting thing I on Neighbours when I was 20 and I played a character called Rhonda Brumby and I was <laughs> uh, running a stolen goods racket from the antique shop. 
because I'd just broken out of juvie. <laughs> and um, needless to say, I got rumbled and sent right back to juvie. Which is a, <laughs> Ronda Brumby as oh, a yeah. name. It sounds like when people think of Australia and they're like, oh, what's yeah. the most Australian? Yeah. <laughs> I was on country practice and my character's name was Yesterday Hubble. Yesterday Hubble? <laughs> Yeah, and the doctor that I was in, I was, a, I was a goth in love with a doctor and I would chase him through windows and he would flee to try and get away from this sexy goth. And he was like, I thought I told you that yesterday, yesterday. Classic <laughs> country practice Sounds one. amazing. Oh, yeah. Because, Marie, you, did, my career. you wrote for Neighbours for a while, didn't you? I did straight after that. So I was oh. about 20 and so I'd gone from being on the set where everyone's like, how shit are these scripts? And then I got to the um, like the script department and everyone's like, these actors drive me crazy. So I felt very torn. Yeah. Did you try and put in a bit of Ronda Brumby? You know who, what this scene needs? A bit yeah, of Ronda what Brumby. I really, wanted, I really wanted to reignite my acting career at that point because <laughs> it was going so well. <laughs> All right, so to Marik. Oh. Now, <laughs> when Harley was in Russia... He hung out with a man who was the ex-husband of a famous Russian pop star, so the Russian paparazzi was following him around. This man asked Harley to pretend to be his bodyguard, and Harley said yes, before realising that this was in Moscow, and he had no idea whether this was the paparazzi following the guy or the KGB. <laughs> Harley then quickly made an excuse saying he had been called into work and left. Yeah or nah? That was so much longer than my one. Like, there's so many details in that I'm still caught up on the guy who was the ex Ex-husband of the pop star or husband of an ex-pop star? Ex-husband. Of a pop, of a, and, she, and this person was still a pop star? Yes. Why? Yeah, quite, a, quite like um, uh, I would say because it's easier here in Australia to say the number one pop star in Russia, but <laughs> that was just what he said. She was a popular pop star. Okay, have you heard her music since? And can you give us some of her tunes yeah. today? No, I haven't heard her music, but he, he played music as well. And I heard his music, but he was very much more sort of um, a bit sort of Russian ska punk. Oh, that's a nice crossover. That's a nice Venn diagram, isn't it, musically? Yeah. Like you can see where they intersect. Um, why would you assume that you were being followed by the KGB? Because I was in Russia. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, by yeah. the way, it, like, well, I mean, if you're going to be followed by the KGB, that seems like the one country that it'll happen. Um, and I'm aware that they're now referred to as the FSB, but uh, I was an Australian in a foreign country that my only reference to was James Bond films. So <laughs> that's what I assumed was happening. And why did you go to Russia? Uh, for the uh, Soccer World Cup. Okay. Look, I mean, really, like, Harley is standing in front of a bullet hole, so you could have said anything about him then and I would have been like, yep, yep, sounds legit. So I'm yeah. going to go with yes for that one. Marik, you are incorrect. That is not a true story. A point there for Harley. But it's based, on, it's based in truth. Oh. It is. It is based in truth, and I thank you, Josh, for taking my true story and, and uh, manipulating it to give me some points. Um, <laughs> but the, the guy that I did hang out with, his name was Ilya, um, and his ex-wife was uh, a, a predominant, uh, a prominent, sorry, um, Russian pop singer. He himself uh, uh, was in a band, like I said, it was sort of ska punk, Russian ska punk, and uh, him with his band drove two 1975 uh, built cars called a, uh, a Volga from Moscow to Bali. What? But wow. how do you get 
that's not all land, though, is it? You no, got across some. No. I mean, my show that was cancelled along with everything else in this country. I had a, <laughs> I had a joke in there about this exact trip and said that I did that story in front of uh, a whole lot of people in Perth and a whole lot of bogans just went, "What? We can drive there?" So <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I should get half a point for that because that's half true, and that was the bit that I was really responding to emotionally. I know it's it's that, part of the data. game that the guests really dislike when I don't give them points. Yeah, but that's that makes right. me angry. <laughs> Um, yes, okay, so to Harley now. The other week, when walking home from the shops, a swarm of bees flew over Jen's head. There was thousands of them, and Jen panicked, jumped on the ground, emptied her bag of groceries, and put the bag over her head to protect herself. Yeah or nah? Well, listen, for starters, I don't think the bees were there, but I reckon she did that for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, brutal. <laughs> right? uh, now, listen, the bees, uh, you, you say there were thousands of bees. Is this inner city Sydney we're talking about? Uh, yeah, so I, well, not in an inner city, like I'm in the inner west, like every other fucking piece of shit creative but um, I <laughs> walked through like um, a park. I took the long scenic like walk from the shops to my house because I'm trying to just get outside more. And um, I tried. There's no need to rub it in, mate. We're down here in Victoria, all right? Sorry. (laughs) I could just take my time, you know? Um, (laughs) And I'm trying to be more like present in things. So I'm like, I can hear dogs barking. I can hear birds chirping. I can hear the rustle of leaves. And then I was like, I can hear bees. Like, I swear (laughs) to God, I can hear bees. And I get freaked out so easily. And I could swear they were coming after me. So then I, yeah, I did dump out my bag. You dumped out your groceries yeah. uh, and, and put the bag on your head to protect you from the bees. Yeah. My... Is that what I'm led to believe here? Yes. You're, you're, a, you're predominantly a live entertainer that's run out of all of your employment <laughs> and you dumped your precious food. Well, no, like it, like onions and a couple of cans of tomato, like, Crushed tin tomatoes. You're making farts. Yeah, it was a (laughs) baking farts. That's what we. It's a Sydney fart pasta. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I was making. It's all I can cook is like pasta, like a Putinesca or whatever. So I was just picking Uh, up my Putinesca. All right. And and so then once once the crisis had been averted, yes, uh, of the thousand bees, Mm -hmm. you picked up your groceries and went off home. Yes. And there were many people in the park walking their dogs who saw the whole fucking thing and didn't see the bees. So they just saw a woman <laughs> fall to her knees, <laughs> throw out my, t- my onions and my tin tomatoes, and then shriek. And then it was fucked. It was so fucked. Look, <laughs> I want to say no to this, but I have I've had the fortune of getting to know you over the years, Jen, and I don't think it's beneath you to do something like that. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. Harley, it is a nah. This didn't Ah, happen. Come on. Fuck yeah. yeah. How dare you? I'm a graceful swan. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very funny image though. I I did laugh when I wrote this going, yeah, I could could see Jen in a park. I I do get scared by like leaves that rustle and then I scream and jump and that happens a lot. That Mm. happens a lot. I've been running in lockdown and I don't know what it is about having a mask 
it seems that my other senses aren't as heightened. It, it, it dulls other stuff. And mm. if there's any bird flapping anywhere near me, I freak out. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> mm. One, I don't like birds to begin with. But this running with a mask on is like any bird and I'm just flapping my arms in the air like a crazy person. Mm. Yeah, it is restricting. I, I think it's because you can't breathe properly as well as um, your mouth's gone for yeah, whatever probably. reason. It's just like... No, no oxygen getting into my brain, so I'm... Acting like a fool. <laughs> All right, to Jen. Now, when Irvie was in year 12, she and her then boyfriend had to sneak around due to having very strict parents. Irvie shared a room with her sister, so one night sent her sister a text saying the boyfriend is sneaking into the house that night and they're going to have sex. Do you mind sleeping in the other room? But Irvie accidentally sent this text to her mum. Oh. Yeah or no? Nah? Okay. Why were you guys sneaking around? Because... What was the... um because we both had really strict parents and I was banned from um knowing or dating any boys. Still am <laughs> banned from knowing. <laughs> but can you truly know a boy? Um, Never. yeah. Uh, okay. And how old is your sister at the time? She's in year ten, so we're two years apart. So she's two years younger than me. We shared. A, we still, yeah, we shared a room for way too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what happened when your mum found out? Um, when she found out, I texted her, but well, I freaked out and I was just like, just joking at the end, <laughs> um, and sent her a second text. So yeah, she still didn't check. I still did it that night and, um, she didn't check after. So still did it as in like, I still went through with the plan and that, yeah, I still yeah. had sex and did the plan. All right. <laughs> um, but because she knew, she like knew step by step what was going to happen. So I didn't really, I don't really get why they didn't check. Probably because I didn't want to know. Right. Oh, I don't know. I feel like maybe not. I feel like it's a nah for me. You say nah? Yeah. I'm it was nah. a yeah. Wow. It really happened. <laughs> Far out. Yeah. Crazy times. So that was just but- a sex brag, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys, I've had sex. Whoa. Oh my God, you're so cool. <laughs> you're crazy. Sorry to brag. So I, I just cannot believe that your mum didn't check in the room. Just go, all right, I, I know it's a joke, but I'm just going to check. I'm going to play along with the joke. <laughs> It was literally like he will sneak in through the back door. He will hide behind the bed until you leave the room so we can then have sex. Um, so, yeah, I don't know why they didn't check. Um, maybe she just didn't want to know. I think I was just I had a really big rebel stage and I think they were just done. Yeah. And you she didn't want what... any mutant mice turning up at yeah. her house. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to be eaten alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that round, the scores are Harley on two points, Jen on four points, Marik still on five points, but in the lead now on six points, it's Irvy. Irvy's out in front. Yay. All right. This is our <laughs> final round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions all about you four. If you think you know who it's about, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. It's anyone's game. It's still, it's still exciting. Here we go. Question well, it's one. It's not mine, is it, Josh? It's, I mean, no, it's anyone's. No, it's not, not yours. You're only four behind. You're only four behind. People have come back from bigger than this. Okay, who here was once trapped in Iceland due to a volcano? Jen. Irvie. Harley. Yes, Jen. Was it Marik? Yes, you are right. Yes, it was Marik, <laughs> seeing she was the only one who didn't buzz in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're supposed to pretend. Buzz no, in. you don't have to pretend. 
You can play. You can play I, however I, you want. I don't want to fib about it. Yeah, no, no. Let's. let's... What if you'd called on me? I would have been in a flap. <laughs> what do you mean called on you? Like if you like Rick, you said it first. I'm like, what was? Oh, am I allowed to yeah. say me? You would. Yeah, you would have lost. No, don't say you. You would have lost oh, a point I, for doing I can't that. Keep up with this fucking game. Okay. <laughs> 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 but let's hear about Iceland. You're in Reykjavik. Yeah, it, and when the 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 really big one in 2010, I went over for a friend's wedding. She got married. She was living there and got married in caves. And then I was trapped there for three weeks because no one could fly in or out and got really Stockholm syndromed into the place. Like I then went back every year for the next five years. It's so freaking beautiful. Oh, and I boy, gonna... I'm glad now. Now we can go nowhere. I'm like, yeah. all those long yeah. flights are worth it. Because mm. I got trapped for that that same um volcano but i was trapped in brisbane oh i'm sorry <laughs> well i had also i had a six week old child with me oh. and we were like so it was me my wife and my son oliver and we were we didn't cope well it was only an extra like four days we had to stay there and i was like <laughs> we, we'll hire a car we'll drive down and i'm like no that sounds even worse what am i doing and so I, yeah i ended up be, i think i'm an inadvertent weather witch because that's happened quite a few times that i've been trapped in bali twice because of volcanoes uh i've been trapped in wellington because of earthquakes and broom because of a cyclone whenever i'm on a holiday going i'm having a great time i wish i didn't have to go anywhere something explodes or trembles or like upends and then i'm happily remaining there so just be careful of me because i'm quite <laughs> Okay, next question. Whose dog keeps bringing them dead animals as gifts? Jen. Rick. Irvy. Uh, yes, Jen. Harley. Yes, you are correct. He didn't yes. say his name. That <laughs> uh, is correct. Yay. Yeah, I got a, you know, just the, the, the pandemic hit. We went into lockdown. I already had three children and I thought, why don't I get a puppy as well? Um, <laughs> wow. So I have a, a, she's about nine month old Kelpie. And fortunately, she's not the one doing the killing, but she just arrives with just de- decapitated rabbits and um, birds and mm. rats. It's lovely. Yeah, it's good, especially Great. on a property that doesn't have rubbish removal so there's no rubbish truck to turn up where great. i am great so there's who's killing place. them then mm. yeah yeah who's the, the, the one the one meth guy the in town. ice guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right next question who once cast a spell to make them hot as an attractive yes marique jen no, that was Irvy. Point ah, off I was about to say Jen because it worked. <laughs> <laughs> what was the spell, Irvy? Um, I can't remember, but it was in a it was in a book that I found at the library where I spent all my time at school. Um, and then I did a spell at, at full moon, and I think I just hit puberty at the same time. But um, yeah, suddenly I became hotter than I was before. Oh, <laughs> Hell yeah, that's awesome. But didn't no, you also yeah. there was something else. You were working at a place at the time as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, when I the moment I realised that it had worked was because I was working at um, Faster Pasta, which was my first job, um, and it sucked. And then all these like creepy Greek men were like leering at me, and um, it was like the first time someone checked me out, and it was <laughs> sad because I was so happy. Um, I was like overjoyed that um, I ran to the toilet and was like crying because um, of these Greek men checking me out in a happy way. 
I think it's very elusive and, and unfair of you to find the hot spell and go, oh, I forgot which book it is. Yeah. Like, what about the rest of us? Yeah. Oh, How dare fuck. you? Yeah. Oh, tell I just found my... this spell. It worked. Oh, well, which book? Can't remember. My sister was like, where was I when you were doing the hot spell? Because yeah. like, we share a bedroom and stuff as well. So she's like, why on the one night that I wasn't in the same bedroom as you were you doing it? <laughs> Next question, who told the Guardian newspaper that because of their age, they have no place being on TikTok? Harley. Yes, Harley. Marie. No, that was Jen Hi. Fricker. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm playing a numbers game. <laughs> it's because Very he thought offensive. you would be like published in The Guardian. That's why. You're a writer. Yeah. You'd be in The Guardian. Yeah. Don't, don't clean up his mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a three-horse race, Marie. What are we going to do? <laughs> but you are on TikTok though, aren't you, Jen? Uh, I've posted like two videos. It doesn't You're feel right. It doesn't feel right. I don't know. I don't want to be on there. But I do you love do the it. dances, Jen? No, I don't. I just do like the wholesome <laughs> ones where it's people just saying like nice self-affirming things. Oh, I, that's nice. The algorithm that oh. has like chosen me, I guess, is like a lot of witch TikTok um, and uh, very like uh, just like very gorgeous lesbians TikTok and cool. then um, people doing like a musical theatre covers of pop songs. Yeah. Did you nice. say? Did you say which TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. So Irvy's Irvy's yeah, on there. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you think she I got so hot, baby? The one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Next. the spell's just a TikTok video now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dance. Yeah, you just got to add li- like <laughs> lip sync to it. Mm. Next question: Who here was fired as a telemarketer? Irvy. Yes, Irvy. Harley? No, that was Marie Kapoinoff, Irvi. Really could have been any one of us there. Yeah. Hey, like, to I be was... fair, I was as well. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. It really <laughs> could be any of us. Uh, yeah, I really, I think I did. Yeah, I got fired too from ah. a uni telemarketer. Next question. Who, the first time they got drunk, gave a guy advice by saying, if you work really hard, one day you could be the manager of a McDonald's? Marie. Yes, Marie. Jen. No, that was Irvi, a point off oh, Marie. sake. <laughs> Flattered that you think I'd give people advice. Yeah, um, I, that was the first time I got drunk and I made out with like 16 people and dyed my hair fluoro yellow. Um, and it was like at a party where I didn't go to the school. So my friend was just really embarrassed and was like, just stop, stop that with every one of my friends. 16's a good number in a night, isn't it? Mm, 16's yeah. like solid. Yeah. Was it, it was like after my hot spell, so it was like, you know, hot <laughs> to go. Was it at once? Oh, like a swarm? Oh. Of bees? bees? No, but it was guys, girls. It was basically anyone. Hell yeah. We, we started this show by you saying, yeah, I was a nerd in high school. And yeah. now at the end of it, you're like, yeah, I'm at a party. You're I'm kissing a everyone. Witch. I'm a yeah. sex witch. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. I love orgies. Yeah. <laughs> whose morning the other day started by someone in their house just yelling, I just saw a kangaroo give birth in the air? Jen. Yes, Jen. Was it Harley? It was Harley, yes. Point there for Jen. Well, I'm the only one out around kangaroos, so, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> the only one with idiot children that thinks that kangaroos give birth midair. <laughs> As in like what, a baby what did they see there? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, what, what happened was actually, uh, it must have been, I don't know, 6.30 in the morning. And I, I, I am currently staying on this beautiful property and there's kangaroos everywhere. And um, uh, a kangaroo was bouncing through. And I have now know this uh, in hindsight, if, if a kangaroo gets panicked, she'll just dump her baby mm. <laughs> and get out of there. And so um, the, the kangaroo saw my dog and my kid and just went, I'm out, and dumped this three-month uh, kangaroo baby that, you know, was still all pink and couldn't bounce. And so I got this, Dad, I just saw a kangaroo give birth midair. I'm like, all right, well, I'm up now. And <laughs> went out there and there was this tiny little being flopping around on the ground. Fortunately, my kid had the, the, the foresight to hold the dog back and so we... We bundled up the little kangaroo and found the local refuge and um, now that person uh, is looking after that kangaroo for the next two years. Oh, wow. Are you allowed to do that? Would you do that with your kids if there's a trouble? You're just like, I mean, is it legal for humans? I'm saying if there's trouble, you can just like just For two years. Yeah, that's... Well, listen, the pandemic here, I could have... I would have liked to have got rid of at least one of them for a while. Yeah. It's only fair. You could do a timeshare or something. Go visit them. We'll do a swap. Send some of yours here, Harley, and then in three months I'll send them back with my ones. Okay. Yeah. Great. great. Done. That's happening right now. Yeah. (laughs) Next question. Who broke their sibling's nose trying to recreate the movie Space Jam? Marie. Yes, Marie. Oh, well, I was about to say Irvy, but I won't now. Um, <laughs> was it Jen? It was Jen, yes. Oh, point finally. There you go. Yay. Thanks, Irvy. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, yeah. I don't have a good story other than we That's really right. just wanted to fly like the Space Jam <laughs> people. I don't know. We you, were left Michael alone Jordan a or... lot. Yeah, I was Bug- Michael Jordan and my brother was Bugs Bunny. So, oh, nice. yeah, it was very complicated. <laughs> And our yeah. final question for the game, who had the Beastie Boys dedicate a song to them during their gig? Jen. Yes, Jen. Was it Marik? Yeah, it was Marik. That's so sick. Oh. It's so cool. That's that so sick. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. That's cooler than Kylie Minogue's 21st. I know it is. It's much cooler. <laughs> yeah. What gig was it? It was at Rod Laver Arena and it was Heart Attack Man. Ooh. Yeah. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. It was like, because I was Beastie Boys obsessive. I'll make this story very short because I know we're at time. But um, I spoke about them on chat boards when I was about 19, 20, like I knew them. Like you do when you're 19, <laughs> 20, you're like blah, blah, blah. And this girl who was dating Adam Yauk in America contacted me and said, oh, are you dating him as well? Because he had lots of like nice girlfriends around the world, not in a like a fuckboy way, in a lovely, just like very... And I said, no, I just talk like I know them. <laughs> but then she and I became pen pals for like 20-something years. Wow. And she came to visit me in Australia. And then he was here seeing the Dalai Lama. And so he took us out for a day. We went to Sydney Aquarium. We went to the bowl, a Sydney skate bowl, and had frozen yogurt. We went out for yamcha. And then he took us to see Miss Saigon the Musical. Wow. wow. And it was the greatest day of my life. Uh, yeah. And he was just, as you would imagine, the kindest man in the whole world. And so he was very nice to Melissa's friend. And so whenever he was in Australia, he was like, would you like to come to our show and get tickets? And I was like, I think he had people all around the world that he showed that kindness to. And uh, and he was a wonderful human being. Aww. So, yeah, it was very cool and heartening. 
that is the end of the show. That's a great story to end on. Uh, here are the scores. So the scores are Harley Breen on one point. Wow. Well I'm done, really Harley. Good job. I've done a good job. Yeah, you tried. Marie Hardy <laughs> on four points. Yay. I slipped. Irvi Majumda on five points, but our winner on oh. eight points. Running away with it at the end, it's Jen Fricker, everyone. Yes. Yay. I've never won. I don't think I've ever won. I don't think you have either. This is big news, Jen. This is and crazy. It's amazing. Your Thanks, prize guys. is you get to go outside today, unlike the rest of us. So you get to go yeah. outside today. Uh, I'm a bit bored of going outside, honestly. Oh, oh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jen, because you win, you can plug your things first. Have you got anything to plug? Oh, sure. Um, oh, when does this come out? Beach Tonight. Drift? Okay, great. Um, so I am doing a couple shows in Newcastle, as I am located in New South Wales, and we're allowed to go out. So I'll be doing a couple shows at the Civic Theatre, um, second week of September, I believe. Uh, I'm doing a gig at Giant Dwarf in Sydney um, the first Friday of September, I want to say. And then there's a few other things. I'm doing like an online thing. I don't know if I can talk about it yet, but it's coming up. And if you want to find out more, because I clearly don't understand how the plugging works, um, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, go to my Instagram, Jen Fricker. Yeah, awesome. And I post it all there. Great. Irvi, you got stuff to plug? Um, you can just follow me on Instagram or Facebook and Twitter. Um, I'm doing a rambling podcast with Jordan Barr and Honor Wolf on Sex and the City um, minute by minute analysis. So <laughs> if you're bored, listen in. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Marie, where can people find you? Uh, usually on Twitter being quite earnest yeah. is where I'm mostly found. Because I'm, I'm just writing at the moment, so hopefully all the projects will be on air in like two years' time and we can hark back to this conversation and remember the kernel of creation. Excellent. So it's, yeah. it's Marie Hardy. It's just that, isn't it? That's yeah. your Twitter handle. Great. Right there, Follow Marie. And Harley Breen, where can people find you? Uh, follow me uh, at Harley Breen on uh, Instagram and Facebook and I have nothing coming up because <laughs> we keep cancelling everything that's happening. But buy, buy the VB scent. Oh, you can't. Please, it's it's all sold out. First. Hey? It's all sold out though. Maybe It's sold round. out on the VB website in an hour. Who would have thought that uh, a country like Australia would have uh, sold a product like that so quickly? <laughs> um, but you can still get it uh, at a pharmacy called Camps Warehouse. Thanks, everyone. This has been heaps of fun. I'll see you next time. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.